0: Hello and welcome to the Green Hornet from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors.
1: Say, want a brand new breakfast idea? Then get the Betty Crocker cereal tray, the Betty Crocker cereal tray. Yes, indeed. Try the brand new cereal assortment with 10 individual packages in all. Four Wheaties, four Cheerios,
2: two Kicks.
1: All top favorites and all extra fresh. Yes, it's fun to take your pick from Wheaties, Cheerios, and Kicks. Get the Betty Crocker cereal tray, the Betty Crocker cereal tray. Get that tray today.
0: And now, the Betty Crocker Cereal Tray presents... (laughs) The Green Hornet. He hunts the biggest of all game. Public enemies who try to destroy our America. With his faithful valet, Cato... Britt Reid, daring young publisher, matches wits with the underworld, risking his life that criminals and racketeers within the law may feel its weight by the sting of the Green Hornet. Ride with Britt Reid in the thrilling adventure of The Travis Case. Ace, deuce, tray. That's it. Tray, the Betty Crocker cereal tray. Tray means three. And that's what you get in the Betty Crocker cereal tray. Three top favorite cereals, Cheerios, Wheaties, and Kicks, in ten separate individual packages, all in the Betty Crocker cereal tray. A trio of flavors, a trio of cereals, a tray full of three wholesome grains. Cheerios from oats, Wheaties from wheat, Kicks from corn. All top favorites, all ready to eat. Each morning you take your choice. Each morning you open a fresh new package. Get the Betty Crocker cereal tray today with the ten individual packages of your three top favorites, Cheerios, Wheaties, and Kicks.
2: Perry. Come on. Okay, thanks.
0: As Oliver Perry, once a prominent detective, but now a convicted racketeer, walked down the corridor with the guard, the bitterness and hatred that filled his mind was momentarily overshadowed by the prospect of seeing and talking to the man for whom he had sent.
2: Go on in. You have exactly five minutes. That's the visitor over there. Thanks.
0: There was only one person in the visiting room of the big California prison. The man who had come to see Oliver Perry. Perry walked slowly to the prisoner's side of the wire screen and sat down without taking his eyes off the hard-featured but well-dressed visitor who had come to see him. Jack Bartow. Notorious... Come, Jack. Your note
3: said you had something to discuss that was important to... Something to discuss that was important to both of us, Perry. What is it? I've thought of a way to get that big-shot publisher, old Dan Reed, off your neck. And to get him to help me with the parole board. Mm. That is something. Now, wait a minute. That isn't normal. In spite of Dan Reed, you've managed to have rather a free hand here in Los Angeles with your rackets. Right? Well, <laughs> I do all right, if that's what you mean. So far, Reed's campaign against me Suppose the Green Hornet should move in on you out here. The Green Hornet? He's back east as far as I I know. Sure, he is right now. But remember, it was the Green Hornet who came out here at the time of the Rose Bowl game and pulled a fast one on Nick Marvin, Smiley Gray and me. That's why the three of us are in this prison. Yeah, I heard about that. Did you get a tip off that he might come out here again? No, but it can happen any time. Your fame is a smart racketeer of spread. That's the kind the Hornet likes to move in on. What's that got to do with his visit? If the identity of the Green Hornet should be exposed, he'd be through, even though the police don't seem to want to grab him. Sure, but lots of people have tried to find out who he is and failed. That's just it. I know of a way to find out who he really is. You do? Oh. I have reason to believe old Dan Reed's secretary, Linda Travis, knows who the Green Hornet is. If she could be made to talk, for instance. Mm. I see what you mean. Frankly, I feel reasonably certain I know right now who the Hornet is. But I haven't been able to prove it here. Yeah. Who do you think he is? <laughs> I won't say. But I'll tell you this much. It'll be a big surprise to a lot of people. And if you get the girl to talk, you can hold the information she gives over old Dan Reed's head. Look, hey. At hands you. up, Perry.
2: Come
3: on. I'm coming right away, guard. Jack, get that ring to Travis. Force her to talk, and the sooner the better. Right. So long, Perry. So long, Jack. I'll be counting on you.
0: Two days later, in the city back east, Britt Reed was in his office at the Sentinel building going over the mail when the interoffice communicator
4: buzzed.
1: Yes, Miss Case? Mr. Reed, your father's
4: calling from Los Angeles. He's waiting on line two.
1: Dad calling? Thanks. Hello?
5: Hello, Britt. How are you?
1: Fine, Dad. But well, I know you didn't call to inquire about my health. What's up? Plenty, sir. Linda? Disappeared? Yes. I found out she left her apartment yesterday morning to come to the office, but she never arrived. Police are searching but haven't turned up anything yet. I see. Uh, look, Dad, I'll take a plane out of here tonight so as to arrive there in the morning. Good.
5: I was hoping you'd say that. I'll
1: meet you at the airport then. Okay, Dad. See you then. Goodbye. Goodbye, son. Yes, Mr. Reed? Come in a minute, Miss Kate. Yes, Linda's disappearance is more serious than Dad really thinks. Is your father all right? Yes. But he called to say Linda Travis has disappeared.
4: Oh, that's terrible.
1: Yes, it is. Get reservations on a plane for me to Los Angeles leaving tonight. Yes, sir. Uh, Get two reservations. I'll need you out there since you're the only one who can be of help to me as the Green Hornet.
4: Oh, yes, sir.
1: Police are stumped on the case. Maybe the Green Hornet can come up with something. One way or another, we've got to find Linda Travis.
0: The following morning, Britt and Lenore Case landed at the Los Angeles airport and made their way from a plane toward the exit gate. There's Dad's car out there. Oh,
4: yes. Look, he's standing beside it, waiting for us.
5: Here we are, Dad. Well, son. Sure, good to see you. I'm glad you brought Miss Case along. How are you, Lenore?
4: I'm fine, Mr. Reed. Have you any news of Linda?
5: No, not a word. Well, let's get in the car. You drive, Britt. Okay, Dad.
4: I don't like this business about Linda. Neither do
1: I. Plenty of people would like to get certain information from Linda Travis. Who, for instance? Don't forget, Dad. Linda helped me crack that case against Nick Marvin and Oliver Perry last December.
4: But I thought they were in jail.
5: They are. They made appeals for parole, but I fought a tooth and nail. Oh? That's interesting. For Linda's disappearance, seems to me. I
1: didn't... might be trying to force you to lay off. That could be one motive for Linda's disappearance, seems to me. I didn't think of that.
4: As
1: soon as we get to your apartment, I'll phone Connors, the sentinel
5: correspondent here. He may be of help.
4: Mr. Reed, if Linda should ever be forced to tell what she knows about the Green Hornet... Don't worry
5: about that, Miss Case. Linda Travis would never tell him anything. I'm sure of that. That's the way I feel about it, too. Well, as soon as we get to the apartment, I'll phone the police and see if there's any news. I won't rest easy until Linda Travis is found. Well, here we are. The houseman will bring up the baggage. Good. Good. My housekeeper will arrange a room for Miss Case. Yours, of course, is ready, Britt.
1: After I clean up a bit, I'll get oh, to uh, the... Oh,
5: excuse me a minute. Hello? Yes, this is he. Oh, it's you, Commissioner. Any news? Well, what is it? You say you... Great heavens. Yes. Yes, I'll come right down. Thanks for calling Right.
1: Oh, what is it, Dad?
5: Say. Thank goodness.
1: Say, that's good work. Linda can tell us. Oh, goodness. Say, that's good work. Linda can tell us what Hold Hold it.
5: What's the matter? Linda Travis won't tell us anything. As I said, the police have found her, but Linda Travis is dead. <laughs>
0: A short time later, Britt and his father were in the office of Police Commissioner Nellings.
5: Britt and I went directly to the morgue and identified the body. It is, Miss Travis, of
2: course. I know it's a great blow to you, Mr. Reed. Yes. Yes, it is.
1: Now we want the details, Commissioner.
2: Of course. A passing motorist saw the girl lying alongside the road out on Wilshire Boulevard. He called the police and our men brought her in in an ambulance. Though she was already dead. I see. We feel sure she was the victim of a hit run driver. All the evidence points that way. But she's been gone three days. How do you account for the fact that nobody. We believe she managed to escape her captors and was probably walking toward town when she was run down. It must have happened just before dawn this
1: morning.
5: And I still can't believe it's happened.
1: Poor girl. Commissioner, I knew Miss Travis pretty well. I believe she'd have gone to the nearest phone and called the police instead of attempting to walk into town. I personally don't believe her death was an accident at all.
2: But it's been determined by the medical examiner that the girl died as a result of injuries such as one might receive when struck by a car.
1: Maybe so. I'm not going back east until I satisfy myself that it really happened that way. Our
2: men are hunting right now for the motorist who was responsible for her death. Britt. You can bet we'll do everything in our power to find them.
0: Meantime, Jack Bartow, the racketeer, looked up from the newspaper as two of his men entered his nightclub office.
2: I've been waiting for you two. Uh, hi,
3: Jack. You look sore. What's the matter, Jack? I have a
2: right to be sore. Look at those headlines. Mean about the trailer Yes. When I couldn't get her to talk, I told you,
3: mugs to take her to the cottage and see that she stayed there. Then I read that her body was found along the road. So what? The cops think it was a hit run driver that did it. You
2: fools, you bundled the
3: job. I want to know what happened. Well, it was this way, Jack. A car drove near the
2: cottage early this morning before dawn. We got
3: jittery thinking maybe it was a law, see? Go on. I'll tell him, Bud. Okay, Joe, go ahead. I like Bud says we got jittery. He untied the girl that took the gag from her mouth, Then put her in the back of the car thinking we could get back here with her before daybreak. That's right. Well, I sat in the back holding the gun on her so she'd be quiet. No sooner we near town than she starts screaming in spite of the gun. I open the door and give her a shove. Gone pretty fast at the time. Of all the fools I ever met, you're the biggest. Don't you realize if the facts came out, we'd all go up for murder?
0: Oh, stop beefing. You can read, can't you? The police think it was a hit-and-run accident. They're hunting right now for the car that did it. That doesn't make any difference. I... That
3: gives me an idea. Yeah? What? Joe,
2: you're the one that shoved her out. Now, wait a minute. Shut up.
3: I have enough stuff on you in my files to send you up for life. So you're going to do what I tell you to do. You may have to take a short rap, but you'll be well paid. And the heat will go off us. I don't get what you're driving at, but it don't sound good. Sit down and listen. I'll tell you right now what we're going
0: to do. That afternoon, Britt Reed and Miss Case returned to police headquarters and were talking to the commissioner. Commissioner,
1: I'm more convinced than ever that Linda Travis' death was not an accident.
4: I feel that way about it, too.
1: Right, but there's nothing to bear out your conviction, Britt. I want you to go on the theory that she was murdered, Commissioner, and try to find clues to those who did it. Oh, well, uh, well, Britt, perhaps I'd be...
2: Come
0: in. Mister. Yes, Travis' tape is broken. What's that? Yes, sir. A man who calls himself Joe Clark just walked in and gave himself up as a hit run driver who struck down Miss Travis this morning. We'll continue our story in just a moment. Boys and girls, you think you're seeing triple when you get the Betty Crocker cereal tray and open it up. Because right there inside the carton are three swell-tasting cereals, Cheerios, Wheaties, and Kicks. Yep, all three of your top favorites in ten separate individual packages, all in the Betty Crocker cereal tray. They taste extra fresh and crisp, too have an extra brisk edge of flavor that just seems to dance across your tongue. Know why that is? Well, one of the reasons is that the cereals come in special flavor-protecting individual packages. From tip to top, the outside of each package is bathed in wax, a treatment which helps guard against air and dampness. This flavor-saving wax coat is a special heavy one, too. In fact, as you scratch the surface of the package with your fingernail, you'll be amazed at how extra heavy this protective wax coat is it jealously guards flavor, keeps the cereals crispier, fresher. Another reason for the cereal tray's extra keen flavor is this. Each of the individual packages holds just enough for one good-sized serving. That means your breakfast cereal remains sealed in its wax-guarded package until the very moment before you eat it. Each morning, you open a fresh, new package. Each morning, you enjoy a breakfast cereal at its crispiest, freshest, most flavorful best. Remember, there are ten separate individual packages of those three top favorites, Cheerios, Wheaties, and Kicks in every Betty Crocker cereal tray. Each member of the family has the fun of choosing the choosing that he wants for breakfast. Each opens his own fresh new package. Ask your mom to get the Betty Crocker cereal tray and enjoy extra keen flavor every single morning. <laughs> To our story, when Britt Reed heard the statement that a now back to our story, when Britt Reed heard the statement that a... when Britt Driver had given himself up as the one who had accidentally struck down Linda Travis, he realized that either his murder theory was a mistake, or a clever gang was covering up. As Britt and Miss Case drove home after leaving the commissioner's office, the girl said,
4: "I can't understand how that could have been an accident, Mr. Reed." Knowing Linda's, idea,
1: I'll never be convinced it was an accident, Miss Case.
4: Well, if you still think it was murder, how on earth would you go about proving it?
1: Maybe the Green Hornet could get proof.
4: Oh, I didn't think of that.
1: I asked the police clerk to phone me at Dad's apartment the minute a lawyer might appear to arrange bail for Joe Clark. Oh? Then I'll make my moves. But I'll need your help, Miss Case.
4: You know I'm always ready to help the Green Hornet.
1: Good. Maybe we'll prove to the commissioner that my theory is right after all.
5: You haven't eaten much dinner, Dad. No, son. I'm still feeling a bit shocked over Linda's death.
4: It's been a shock to all of us, Mr.
5: Reed. Yes, I know. Britt, I'm inclined to agree with you on your theory of murder. It'd be some satisfaction to me if we could find the men responsible.
1: That's what I hope to do somehow, Dad. I'll answer that. might be for me. Hello? Hello, is this Mr. Britt Reed? Yes. This is police headquarters. The lawyer's here arranging bail for Joe Clark. Thanks very much. Miss yes. Case, you can take Dad's kook. What was it, Britt? Bail is being arranged for Joe Clark. Really? Yes. Miss case. You can take Dad's coop. Go down in Park near police headquarters. When you see Joe Clark come out, you'll have a look at him today, you know. Follow him. Then phone here when you find out where he goes. But,
5: Britt, it may be dangerous.
1: Why don't Dad, you... Dad, if they recognize me as Britt Reed, and later I go out as the
5: Hornet, they'd connect the two. Then the Green Hornet is going into action, huh?
1: Yes. Your cars are known... I'm going right down and rent a car for my own use at the Green Hornet. Of course, I'll rent it under an assumed name.
4: I'll drop you off, and then I'll go wait for Clark. I'll phone as soon as I find out where he goes.
0: The lawyer who had arranged bail for Joe Clark left police headquarters. A short time later, as Miss Case watched from the park coop nearby, Joe Clark himself left the station... ...and walk down the street. There he
4: goes. I'll start up and follow him. Say, what do you think Move you're over. doing? Move
0: over, sister. I'm driving. Now,
4: see here. What's the meaning of this? Move
0: over, I said. I'm holding a gun in my pocket. Now, get over.
4: All right. Good enough. Look here, you can't Shut get up. away
5: with this. We saw you watching for Joe to come out... ...and we happen to know this coupe belongs to old man Reed, too.
4: I don't know what you're talking about.
0: You soon will, sister. Too bad for Joe. You tried to put the finger on him.
4: What do you mean?
0: See that car coming behind us? Now watch.
4: Oh! Oh, They shot him down! Yeah,
5: they sure did. Now we'll follow that car. That must be Miss Case calling now, Britt. Yes, I'll get it. Hello. Hello, Mr. Reed. This is Connors. Oh yes.
1: It's Connors, our Sentinel correspondent, Dad. Uh, what's up, Connors? You know that guy who gave himself up in the Travis hit run case? Oh, what about him? He was just murdered. Shot down by a passing car as he left the
5: police station. I'll call you later with details. Goodbye. Goodbye. Rick, what's the matter? You look rather strange,
1: Dad. Somebody got wise and got rid of our one hope. Joe Clark was shot down on the street as he left police headquarters. Good heavens. I have a feeling that Miss Case is in trouble. Otherwise, she'd have phoned me long before Connors got the news. The Green Hornet sure has a job to do now, and without any idea where to start.
0: Britt paced the floor, trying to think of some way to get a line on those who had shot down Clark. Finally, he went to the phone and called Commissioner Nillings and received certain information. Then, disguising himself as the Green Hornet, he left the apartment by the back way and, in the darkness, entered the car he had parked in the alley. Gotta find the note in case. I've got to. Meanwhile, Bud the gangster drove Miss Case far out Wiltshire Boulevard. He followed the other car up a side road to a secluded cottage. Later, inside, Miss Case sat tensely as Jack Bartow questioned her. So you refused to tell me why you were waiting for Joe Clark to come out?
4: I wasn't waiting for him. Jack, we found out from her handbag
0: that her name's Lenore Case. Maybe if we asked Perry, he might be... Shut up, Bud.
4: Oh, so Oliver Perry's behind all this.
2: Clever girl, aren't you? That slip of the tongue is just too bad for you, Miss. She Cleese. knows a lot. Maybe we can make her tell what we're
0: trying to find out from Travis. Uh,
4: things are clearing up fast. Now I know. You're the ones who are responsible for Linda Travis's disappearance. And I'm sure her death.
2: Keep talking, lady.
4: Both hang for murder.
2: The tougher for yourself.
4: You'll both hang for murder the murder of Linda Travis and the murder of your friend Joe. And Perry will be implicated.
3: we
0: got to get rid of this dame quick, Jack. But...
4: What are you going to
3: do? Hold on, Bud. No
2: shooting in this cottage. We'll find an easier way. This place
3: is in my name, you know.
2: But I
0: don't like having.
3: Hey, who can that be? I didn't hear no car drive up. It's our signal. Must be that mouthpiece. The lawyer who got Joe bailed out. Open the door, Bud, and keep your gun handy. Right.
1: Hello, Bud. I had to come here. Well,
0: don't stand there. Come on in. Sure, but I want... Don't move, any of you. Holy smoke, look behind you. I know. He came to my house, forced me to come here. He's the Green Hornet. The Hornet, eh? Well, I'll show
2: don't you. Oh, shoot. He'll hit me. Squealer, you deserve a bullet.
0: No, you don't. No. Oh! You can take this, Mr. Lawyer. Uh, you won't get me, you dirty crook. Oh, I'll no? show you. Drop that gun. The Green Hornet grabbed Bud's gun arm, giving it a sudden wrench. But Bud was strong and tough, and his fear and anger gave him added strength. He swung at Britt with his left fist, landing a glancing blow. Well, that's what you want, huh? Still holding Bud's gun arm, Britt landed blow after blow, for he knew both he and Miss Case would be shot down if Bud struggled loose. Once more, he swung.
1: Oh! I have another little gun here for you. Take it. Gas. (coughs) He's out. As a phone, lady. Call the police. They'll find a good haul when they get here. And you can probably tell them plenty.
0: Later that night, Britt and his father entered the police commissioner's office where the commissioner and Miss Case were waiting. Well,
1: Commissioner, we came as soon as we got your phone message. What's the big news you have? Oh, Miss Case, where have you been? We've been worried. Miss Case was picked up by the thugs who killed
2: Joe Clark. Seems she was a witness, so they took her along.
4: Yes, that's right, Mr. Reed.
2: Great skirt.
4: Oh, I'm all right now.
2: Miss Case found out they were the ones who killed Linda Travers. And what's more, the real hand-by-hand, the whole scheme, was that of Oliver Perry. No. Really?
4: Yes, it's true, Mr. Reed. Perry seemed to think that Linda could divulge the true identity of the Green Hornet.
2: The Green Hornet? Oh, yes. That's another piece of news. The Green Hornet was responsible for the capture.
5: Well,
1: Reed, do you think Linda Travis really did know anything about the Green Hornet? Well, that's hard to say, Dad. Of course, now, no one can ever find out what she might have known.
2: You know... I often wonder who he is. Oh, uh, Miss Case. since he certainly did the police a good turn. Oh, uh, Miss Case. What
1: did he look like? Was he good-looking?
4: Well, uh, yes, I think he was very good-looking.
5: Uh-uh, Miss Case. Don't say things like that. He might hear you.
4: <laughs> <laughs> well, what I'd
5: like to know is, what does the Green Hornet think about Miss Case, eh, Commissioner? <laughs> <laughs>
2: well, if I ever meet him, I'll ask him. Maybe he could fall for a beautiful girl like you, Miss Gaze.
4: Well, that, Commissioner, will really be the day.
0: Hey, if you've got a toy train, here's something you need to go with that train. It's the model city that comes on the Betty Crocker cereal tray, complete with cutout houses, stores, and buildings. Just think of the fun you can have making your train stop right in the city. Besides the model city buildings, you also get cut-out autos, fences, garages, and a lot more things on the Betty Crocker cereal tray. Easy to build, too. There's no gluing needed, and many slots are pre-cut. Best of all, different houses and stores come on different Betty Crocker cereal trays. So ask your mom to get a Betty Crocker cereal tray or two from her grocer. It's the handy cereal package with all three of your breakfast favorites. Cheerios, Wheaties, and Kicks. You've been listening to The Green Hornet, brought to you by the Betty Crocker cereal tray. The cereal assortment of individual packages of Wheaties, Cheerios, and Kicks.
4: Imagine! He's turned ten perfect handsprings in a row! He's terrific!
0: He's feeling his Cheerios! Yes, Cheerios, the ready-to-eat breakfast cereal made from oats. One of the very best cereal grains for energy and endurance. Cheerios provide whole amounts of all the known important vitamins and minerals of oats, give you the kind of nourishment you need for a life of action and fun. And Cheerios is so good to eat that toasted oat flavor can't be beat. So for breakfast tomorrow, have Cheerios! Be with us again next week at the same time when General Mills will again present The Green Hornet. This copyrighted feature originates in Detroit, and all characters, places, and incidents used are fictitious. Hal Neal speaking. Tomorrow night at the same time over most of these same stations, the masked rider of the Plains and his great horse Silver meet another exciting adventure when the Lone Ranger rides again. This is ABC, the American Broadcasting Company.